Welcome to Bite Size Podcast today. Today we continue looking at our third love subtopic, displaying love. We look at how love is captured throughout the passages of scripture. How it is displayed through the words and the stories that we find in scripture. And how it shows itself itself and the lives of normal human beings like us who choose to live in love. We'll look at multiple examples of these and thresh out how these showed love in their lives. We're still focusing on the theme on love. This theme is covered in multiple episodes and this is episode 16 of this theme and thank you for joining us. Yesterday we looked at how in the beginning love existed and even in the creation of the universe and the creation specifically of man, love showed itself as the basis upon which God created man, as the foundational principle in how God created man and how he gave us the attributes that he gave us so that later on when he commands us to love it was not based on Nothing, but it was based on what was created in us in the beginning. Today, I want us to look at the life of the father of our faith, Abraham. Now, if we go through the whole story of Abraham, it is long, it is winding. Um, it'll take us to other places where we don't mean to go. So we'll just highlight how love, certain characteristics of love are displayed in the life of Abraham. But before we delve into this, I just want to remind us of the 19 characteristics the Apostle Paul showed us in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 to verses 8. We said these are, number one, we said love and it was long. Number two, we said love is patient. Number three, we said it never is envious. Number four, we said it doesn't boil over with jealousy. Number five, it is not boastful or vainglorious. Number six, it does not display itself haughtily. Number seven, it is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. Number eight, it is not rude. Number nine, it does not act unbecomingly. Number ten, it does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Number eleven, it is not self-seeking. Number twelve, it is not touchy or fretful or resentful. Number 13, it takes no account of evil done to it and pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Number 14, it does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness. Number 15, it rejoices when right and truth prevails. 
Number 16, it bears up under anything and everything that comes. Number 17, it is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Number 18, its hopes are faithless. Under all circumstances, it endures everything without weakening. And number 19, we said love never fails, never fades out, or becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. Now I've entitled today's talk from obscurity into a nation and I've done this because when the mark of love is on you nothing is impossible when the Bible introduces Abram to us he's introduced as one of three brothers sons of Terah and we're told that one of the sons of Terah, Lot's father, died. And the two that were left, which were Abram and Nahor, both took wives. But Abram's wife, Sarai, was barren. So she could not bear him children. And this is how Abram who God later renames Abraham, is introduced to us in the scriptures. Not with glitz and glam, but with obscurity and a great lack in his life. His beginning was surely humble in that he lacked what many men craved, an A. And you see it a few times where he's speaking to God and his heart's cry is that he cannot have an heir. Well, you see, in our discussion of love, we said love doesn't discriminate. It does not look at your situation and prejudge you because it knows what you could become in spite of your situation. It knows the power that is in all of us if we choose to be in love. And when this power is released in us as we are in love, it can accomplish much. That is why the Bible says in the book of James that the prayer of the righteous man faileth much because if we pray in righteousness we are praying in love and the power can accomplish a lot in Genesis chapter 12 if we're reading from verse 1 to verse 5 it reads like this now the Lord had said unto Abram get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you 
and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan and into the land of Canaan they came. So we see Abram hears from God. God gives him an instruction to leave all he knows and all that he has become acquainted with and go to a land that God would show him. separates Abram from everything that he knows so that he may follow him faithfully. Not because he knows the destination that God is calling him to, but because he knows the God he is walking with. You see, when love directs us, sometimes we might not know the destination of our journey, but because we know that we walk with love and we walk in the footsteps of love we are ordered and directed by love our faith should be in that that is why the bible says have faith in god and it says in another place that the just shall live by faith because the faith that we have in him is the faith that we have in love because we know that love never fails You see, all Abraham knows is that love never fails. All he knows is that that same God, that same love that has promised him, will fulfill everything that he has promised him. Because nothing can stop what love will do in our lives. Love always accomplishes what it sets out to accomplish. And it is faith in this love that Abraham follows the instructions of God. Now when we read about the life of Abraham, who later is renamed Abraham by God, we realize some of the interesting characteristics of love that we've been speaking about. And we see how these sustain his life, how these displayed through how he lived his life. Please God. Even when it looks like the promises of God are delayed. I will go through a few examples of these. The first one, when we go to Genesis chapter 13, we introduced to a strife between the headsmen of Abram and the headsmen of Lot.
But Abraham decides to speak to his brother Lot and says, I don't want there to be strife between us. So let's conclude this by you separating from me because there is a vast land. We read in Genesis 13 verses 9 to 11 and it reads like this. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, the one from another. You see how Abram approaches the situation, shows us, and it reminds me of one of the characteristics that we've spoken about, Love does not insist on its own rights. It is not self-seeking. You see, Lot was the one who followed Abram and not the other way around. It was Abram who was called by God, who was separated by God. So Abram could have stood in pride on that fact. And said, I will choose the land first. He could have chosen the lush land for himself. But like we read in our previous episodes in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, Paul urges us to consider others better than ourselves. And we see this in the life of Abraham. We see this display of love in this interaction between Abraham and Lot but also Abram did not become envious of the choice that Lot had made but was content to keep to his word where he said to Lot if you go left I will go right if you go right I will go left secondly in chapter 15 of Genesis we read how that Abraham, Abraham is complaining to God that although he has substance, but he has no heir. In fact, Abraham says, a man born in my house will inherit my belongings. But God says, no, you will have a son. What is amazing is that we read in the characteristics of love that love endures long and is patient. The barrenness of Sarah did not cause Abraham to turn his back on God or to be angry and bitter at God. See, Abraham continued hold on to the promise that God had made him even as the years 
past. We're told that Abraham left when he was 75. But we know that when Isaac was eventually born, Abraham was way older than 75. So for years, Abraham held on to the promise of God. For years, he showed patience and long-suffering by holding on to that promise, even though in his body he was getting older. It didn't look like he was going to have a kid. But because he understood that love never fails, he didn't give up on the fulfillment of that promise. In fact, he showed patience in waiting for the fulfillment of this promise and his faith to continue calling himself Abraham, which means father of nations. A name given by God showed that he always believed the best of the promise that God had given him and that he trusted that love would not disappoint. Later on in the same chapter, chapter 15, we see God starting to relay the story of Abraham's people, the nation that God would bring out of Abraham's loins. He tells him of the love that he would display in the midst of these people. That although they would be strangers and oppressed in a foreign land, God would not let that injustice of oppression go without recompense. Because we know that love does not rejoice in injustice, but it rejoices when right and truth prevails. You see, God would hold the nation of Egypt responsible for the injustice that they would inflict on the children of Israel. And we see here that God is telling all of this to Abraham years before it manifests. This is not even before Isaac is born. Yet, because our God is omnipotent, He lives throughout time. His love is weaved throughout time. In our lives, we see it each and every day. And to God, it is not a surprise because it was always available and it was always made for us. It was always given without expecting anything in return. That is why you you would hear a person saying, even before I was born again, now that I am born again, I look back and I can see the love of God rescuing me and keeping me. Because it was always there. It is weaving through time. You see, though other things may fade and lose their value and usefulness, love endures forever. And 
continuously brings to judgment those things that are injustice to those that are under love. It will not allow injustice to go unpunished. Though even today we still see injustice. Injustices in, in, in every different ways. We're not deterred because our hope and faith is in that God who is love will not let injustice go unpunished. We might not see the recompense, but it is always there. You see, even the injustice of our sin does not just disappear. That is why Christ, in bearing our sin, had to suffer and pay the ultimate price, death, even death on the cross. And we see all of this in the life of Abraham. And there is much more that we see in the life of Abraham that we could spend time going into. But I urge you to go and read again about the life of this stalwart of faith. You see, everything that God has shown, everything that he had promised Abraham, he fulfilled. Always God showed kindness to Abraham. And Abraham learned from the kindness of God and replicated it to those that were around him. Lot was one of the beneficiaries of the kindness of Abraham. You see, Abraham in his life is a good example of how we should live in love. He held on to God. He held on to his direction. He held on to his promises. Because he knew that love never fails. He resembles God in displaying the characteristics of love in all things. Even today, we speak about Abraham being a father of faith. And even through him, we continue to have the blessing and be blessed. That is why even in the book of Matthew, chapter 1, the Bible tells us that even Christ is descended from this Abraham. So the blessing of salvation still comes from Abraham. You see, love in our lives is displayed when we are true to who God has called us to be by following all his instruction and being faithful to his word. By replicating his love to those around us and like Abraham, by understanding that kindness and goodness are prerequisites in how we serve God with love. You see, Abraham loved God so much so that even when God asked for his only son, Abraham gave without hesitation. You see, it was on that mountain when Abraham and Isaac were going up that we hear this exchange. 
in Genesis chapter 22, verse 5 to verse 8. We read, And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb? For a bent offering. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a bent offering. So they went to both of them together. You see, this exchange fascinates me because Abraham is told to go and sacrifice his son. And yet when he is speaking to his servants, he says, Me and the boy will go yonder and worship and will come again to you. Because Abraham is still holding on to the promise that love gave him, that through Isaac, your son, your one and only son, will I make him to a nation. And because Abraham knows love never fails, he knows that love, who is God, will not go back on his word. But you see, it was many thousands of years later that at Calvary, love fulfilled this promise. God provided for himself a sacrifice to trump all other sacrifices. A sacrifice of love for once and for all. That is why we read in John chapter 3 verse 16 that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Saints, love lives in us when we are in tune with what God is doing and when we are willing to honor him with everything we have when we are willing to lay down our lives for love then it lives in us and through us it is in serving him only and keeping his commandments that we display the love we have towards God and it is in putting others first that we show the love we have for them both of these we see in the life of Abraham. Well, friends, we will end our discussion here today. Please join us tomorrow as we continue to look at another example of displaying love in the Word of God. You don't want to miss it. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, or you have questions about this episode, past episodes, or any Bible-related questions you might have, or you just want to say hi, you can do so through our social media pages. On Facebook, Bite-Sized. On Twitter, at Bite underscore word. On Instagram, 
it's byte word. Or you can send us an email on bitesized0 at gmail.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and goodbye. Thank you.